What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Open Perspective Podcast. We are now on episode two, part two. My name is John. I'm here with David. What's going on, everyone? We are back for part two with our friend Justin. Um, this episode is definitely going to get a little more, uh, I don't know, I would say exciting. Would you say exciting? Yeah, I, I think the everybody gets a little bit more livelier. We start getting to topics that are a little close to home. Yeah, yeah. We we basically have gotten uh, a past, past the meat and potatoes, if you will. And now we're at the part where it, it's like the dessert. You know what I mean? It's the part that everyone's, you know, happy to hear. So uh, I'm glad I, I've, I've gotten a few people reached out and they're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm ready for part two. So here it is. So let me uh, fast forward you a little bit. What's the peak? What's the prime of Imperium? Give me an, a, 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 you know, like take us into a visual of what it's like, what's going on, where you're at in the business. Um, I mean, like prime. We, we were selling in like Australia, Canada, Midwest, Seattle. Like we had some, we had a lot of accounts, you know. Mm-hmm. And we learned a lot from it. Like it's it's a lot of work, and 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 we were just like kids, kind of like trying to figure it out. But we made it work. What peak? The peak was like being able to drop like a varsity jackets. Like, and they're still selling like, them. And I feel like this varsity jacket is a legendary jacket. You still and, have yours? Yeah, I do. You gotta wear that the next time I see you. <laughs> it's hella heavy, dude. But like, <laughs> it was cool. And like, you know, we did like hella like we did a, a shirt with Rogue status. You know, we we've done like you know cool like accessories with other brands, and you know, we we had some really cool like collab stuff. You know, like we felt like I felt like we were part of the industry. So let me ask you this. Okay, we know where Imperium's at at this point. Where are you at personally? Like, how do you mm-hmm. feel about the whole streetwear being involved in, in a brand? Like, you, Justin, where are you at in in Imperium's prime? Well, I'm in a good space. You know, I'm stressed out, though, because, like, I'm still doing the club stuff, like, you know, at least, like, twice a week. You know, and then then we're like managing the day to day stuff with the brand, and and then like with I think with like a lot of like this like type of thing like just turned into like a lot of partying too. You know, be out all the time promoting whether it be the clothes, whether it be the party. You know, but there's a lot of like stresses that we alleviated because you know now we have the internet; it's more presence. I started in a time where it was a flyer, you know, then it turned right. into Friendster, then it turned into MySpace, and then it was Facebook, and then now Instagram. But even like with Imperium, we started in an era where like people weren't so easy to give their credit card information. People would always want to come to the shop. Like, yo, let me pick up a couple of shirts at the shop. Like the internet, like, oh, what's the internet? That's pretty foreign. Oh, man. Now, There's so many things that were working against you. Now, you know, like your phone, 
has everything. That information like is basically attached to your phone and it's so quick to just order anything off of Amazon, anything off of DoorDash. So there's, this is working towards something that I want to ask you, but we need to get through it all before I can ask you. Okay. But so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're bringing this stuff up. Um, you're, you're with Imperium. It's at its prime. You said you're good. You're stressing out on certain things. There's a transition in your life after Imperium. What what gets you to that point? Like, tell me, tell me about that part. How do we get to Imperium's doing good? It's a stressor, and then you're kind of moving out of that. Um, it, I think people were getting burnt out. You know, there was like a lot of like just a lot of time being put into this, and then just like a lot of like just wearing over. You know, year after year, and it not. You know, maybe I think people thought that this was like a get rich scheme. Right. And to be like bazillionaires out of nowhere. But like with anything, you really gotta work at it. And you know, we had we we, we had some growing pains. Yeah. You know, and every business does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think you, you so I mean I know a little bit of this stuff, so I'm trying to kind of steer us that way um you're involved with something now and i feel like uh, it started as a collabo tea yeah so okay well let me wrap up with imperium and then okay. i'll go into that but yeah so as a collective we just were just like hey guys we don't want to not be friends at the end of this let's just hang it up together like yo we could still keep it going we're just gonna leave you know x and y out Okay. Everybody in the middle is still down a rock. Okay. You know, so like, we're like, nah, we're just going to shut it down. We're just going to go our own separate ways. And, you know, we'll just be cool. Well, that's why I was kind of bringing up what I was bringing up, because I thought that that happened before you shut it down. Oh, so I mean, so I met Ken, um, the... Japantown spot where I felt like a cigarette in there, it would have blew up and we would have had a horrible, horrible day. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It <laughs> definitely felt in, like that a lot. And I met Ken uh, um, and we had talked a little bit, but I was like, yo, come to my office. Like, you know, come to my office. You know, you guys should have a T-shirt at this event. Mm. And he was like, "Yeah, that that's actually sounds cool." You know, and like again, I I just like so experienced with seeing kids. You know, our Thursday night right. crowd was like Filipino Asian hip hop lovers, hey, hey, hey. college kids. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's true. No, it is What's true. What's the hey, hey? I'm yeah. Te I'm teasing. I'm teasing. He's telling everybody what, what he was and what he was about, who his demographic was. I feel like okay. you're speaking to me. So, <laughs> so, so, you, so are you getting at the fact that you saw the same niche market 
in the car well, scene? I saw, I saw Ken's thing, right? And, yeah. like, you know, we grew up going to Hot Import Nights and, like, all these car shows that were just basically about the wet t-shirt contest. Mm, I don't mm-hmm. care why you were there. You weren't there for the whips. You were there <laughs> for the wet t-shirt contest. And that was right. a stigma of what car shows were. Right. So Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, no. I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Like, oh, you know, there's going to be a wet t-shirt contest. There's going to be this, like, B-list fucking rapper there. And then the Y, and then, like, the... <laughs> gonna like pump oh, it up. Fuck. Yeah. It was like so you know that that was all like the stigma before Week Fest came around. When I saw Week Fest, you know, they still had models. Yeah, whatever. But it was more so about the whips. And I saw the spot. I said, hey Ken, come to my office. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking figure this out. And so we we came up with like you know, like we're gonna do some merchandise for you. We're gonna like put our name on it. You know, we got a little bit of clout in the streets. We're gonna be make it cooler than like what what was out there. You know? This is all crazy to me because I was under the impression that you and Ken were longtime friends way before right? any car show stuff, any Imperium stuff. And then I thought that, you know, Imperium was at a really good point when the show was at a really good point and you two as friends were like, yo, let's do something together because we're both doing so well. I mean, there was like a, a p- people. Um, I, I think like people knew who Ken was because he was from Union City. Mm-hmm. But he a little younger than me, so I really didn't, you know, know, know too much of him. But like, I think we had mutual friends. No, I'm I'm saying this is great that this is the story and that y'all vibe together the way that you do. Yeah, like immediately, like we we just like clicked. Right. Same vision. You know, he'd come hang out at at our office. We'd go chill over at the the Ringwood spot. If you ever been to the Ringwood spot, and like we just shared the the vision of like. How do we make this cooler? Let's make it way cooler than what's going on right now. So what was the first yes. shirt you guys did together? Or Mason. Oh. And Genevieve Chanel rolled it the whole project out. Mm-hmm. So, so like we were just like trying to like just be innovative because like our marketing firm Imperium was always like rock the world, you know? Like we had buses with fucking bullet holes <laughs> on the fucking back of the munis in San Francisco riding for like like months. That envelope and we just took that 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 same type of attitude and applied it to to Weekfest. You know, like <laughs> I think one of the most popular shirts that we did was the fuck your whip. And people went crazy. I was going to say, the shirt that I can remember is the Fuck Your Whip shirt. Yeah, and then we did the Rogue Status collab, and, like, it even got bigger. I remember that. So, like, you know, a shirt back. I feel like there's a lot of shirts that you need to bring back, because I do remember that era, and I remember going, man, this is, like... Let's be real, okay? I'm going to be straight up with you. You know how I dress. You know it's very minimal, right? I don't rock logos or have all this crazy shit on all the time. 
And a lot of times car shirts are just like all kinds of car logos. You know what I mean? Yes, so for sure. For yes. me, I'm always just like, I don't need, I, I, you know, I support it. Sure. I'll wear it to work or I'll wear it around town. But I want something I can put on when I'm going to go to the club or when I'm going to go to a party or when I'm going to go somewhere where I'm trying to impress. Right. And again, I like minimal shit. And I remember there was like a, it was like a shirt or a crew neck or something. And it literally was like, you guys used to use like a, a certain kind of font or something. And it was like, just like a W. I want to say it was a WF only in that font that you guys used to use. And then it had like the Imperium logo on it. Didn't even say Imperium, just had the logo. Yeah. And it was like, I remember going, I would rock the shit out of this stuff because this finally feels like something I can wear anywhere. Yeah. And not have people be like, hey, what's this cool rim on your shirt? Are, are you into cars or something? You know? <laughs> and so for me, it was just like, finally, we've gotten somewhere. And I knew that it was because of you guys. You know, I was like, this is being treated differently now. You know what I mean? So we wanted to, like, disrupt the market. Yeah, we've kind of done... Or any everything that I've done, I've always wanted to disrupt the market. Right. Like I wanted to have something that I would wear too, and I think for Ken too, he wanted something that he could wear that doesn't, you know, put him in a box. Right. I think we've successfully done that. Uh, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and that's something that I would definitely <laughs> like to have Ken on here to talk about is the approach of the non-car mindset. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, because like I, I'm not a car guy, but right? Now I'm a car guy because I'm with the car guys. But like, yeah. you know, we, like, <laughs> you're stuck with us. You know, no, no, for sure. But like, it's it's a it's a perfect balance, though. You know? No, absolutely. So how how far after the collaboration with Weekfest was the? You know what you explained the the. You know, wipe our hands. We're still homies. Walk, We're done. With the walk away was like the walk 14, away. 15. The walk away was like fourteen, fifteen. And what year was uh uh Fort Mason? I'm sorry. Two thousand eleven. Twelve. Two thousand eleven. I think. <laughs> nah, because two thousand eleven should have still been in the parking garage, right? I'll tell you, because that's when I debuted the trunk. The trunk. Did you hear this guy right now, Stop Justin? It. That's the when trunk. I debuted the. <laughs> I hate you guys. Oh, the trunk, 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 trunk. Two thousand twelve. Fort Mason was twenty twelve. Okay, so twenty twelve. Three years later, you pretty much, you know, all walk away from Imperium. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to hear the story, right? Oh, there's a story of the walk away. No, well, there's a story of like me exiting yeah with, yeah that's what with, that's what i'm getting at let's do it let's do like it me and you know one other person i basically was like fuck we gotta tell ken that we're about to fucking wrap this up and like you know and is he just gonna take the merch away and i'm hoping that i'm gonna get a job still like i'm gonna still have a place with week we worked really hard on it. It's starting to really get some traction. So we meet with him, and I was like, hey, Ken, uh, I got to talk to you about something. 
He's like, what's up? I was like, yeah, uh, we're going to end Imperium. You like where we land and stuff. And he said, why don't you just keep doing the merchandise for Weekfest? And I went, cool. Oh, so that's literally how it went. Cool. But I was really expecting them to be like, oh, okay. Like, you know, right on, you know, thank you for everything. Like, y'all killed it. Do my own thing. Because that's kind of like how I'm used to that, right? But Ken was like, no, nah, I mean, just yeah. stay on and just keep So far in your past, that's always how it was. You kind of just got left in the dust. Right. So then Ken was like, no, nah, just stay on and like, you know, keep, keep rocking with us. And I was nice. like, cool. So then, like, you know, kept doing it with them. And I think I don't I don't even remember the first year I started really going because I would show up sporadically. I don't even remember the first year that I started really going on tour. So. When did you go from just being the guy that was going to keep doing their. um, Their gear all their merchandise to like i'm just i'm just rocking with you well i mean me and ken like i think like he's he was still living in the bay area at the time Mm -hmm. i don't even remember when he moved to la but we would see each other once a week twice a week for sure lived in union city i stayed in hayward so we would always hang out and we would always just like Or, like, you know, just scheme on, like, how we're going to do this, you know, better or, like, what's coming up and things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, I think right now is a safe time to ask because I've been kind of waiting to ask you this for the right time in, this, in the storyline. Um, would you do, I mean, this is an easy question, with yes or no. Would you do things differently with Imperium if you were doing it all over again? Oh, because that kind of shaped where I'm at today. You know, like you have to go through these life lessons in order to like really bring out the character. I agree. Got it. So like if I didn't have like, like I was stressed out at one point, like I really just felt like my health was like, you know, just because I just had too much going on. And it's a lot of pressure. And like, I'm trying to like juggle all these things. And it's just like, things at home are suffering. I'm just not getting sleep. Like, we're always on the road. Like, so it, it was a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Dealing with different personalities. So did you did you instantly lose that when you just started doing the merchandise for Weefest? Oh, because like you know, like you still have responsibilities. You know, I still have like tens of thousands of things to do. You know, right? It wasn't like like that. It's just like I think like what's 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 uh, it's a little easier lane, I would say. Got it. We're speaking to a community already. You know? Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, we've defined what week fest merch is. Mm-hmm. Stay consistent and keep killing it with like cooler designs every year. Yeah. With I, think clothing, I think it's done well. Mm-hmm. But like, but the problem is, is that with streetwear, everybody started doing it. There's like, it went from like maybe like 20 companies to like 200 companies. And we're all fighting for the same kid that right. likes sneakers. And that's what. But isn't it safe to say that? There's enough, what is it? There's enough for everybody to get a piece of the pie? Uh, yeah, yes and no. But, I mean, again, we're, we're not c- competing with 200 other car shows. Ah, I see what you're saying. That's, I see I see that, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I mean, if there's, if there's 200 car shows all battling for the same 400 cars at every show, and they get burnt out. Right. The street the streetwear scene got so big that it imploded. No. Where do you think it's at today? How many brands do you, can you name that are still around from that era? A few, but not yeah, many. It's not, it's not many at all. Not many at all. You know, streetwear right now is all high fashion. It's yeah. all Yeezy, off white. Dude, Mike. Mike. <laughs> My little nephew asked me for some off-white. I said, do you know how much those shoes are, kid? He's like in the third or fourth grade. You're kidding me. That young? They're already up on that shit. You know, how am I supposed to feel? Because my kids have no clue. They know nothing, I think, about any of that. That's great. No, I don't know. I don't know how they how how a third grader. I mean, it could also be a product of their environment. It's it's basketball. Yeah, no. Basketball is that. now allowing <laughs> you to want to wear off white. No, but it's basketball because like they have the fashion these, side. They yeah, they have like you know these IG pages that basically show you, you know, break down what. They wear Brooks wearing, yeah, or what Kyrie Irving's wearing, what LeBron James is wearing. You think LeBron James is just wearing a white T-shirt no. and some Air Force Ones, like Alan Allen Iverson? No, he's wearing, you know, Montclair sweats, Moa right. luggage. He's a fucking walking ad of luxury fashion now. Would you say Montclair sweats? Yeah. Man, I, you guys talk about brands that I don't—I've never even heard of. <laughs> what was that one store that we went to? What was it, Chicago or something? Saint Saint oh, Alfred, James, Saint, Saint, Alfred, Alfred? Saint Alfred, Saint Alfred. You know, I, I talk. I always, you know, mess around with the name or whatever, and it's because I really cannot remember it. But I had no clue what the hell that was, and then I walked in, and I was like, "Yo, this shit's cool, man. I, I like yeah. this stuff," you know. But I feel like there's so much. Like I feel so old when we get into this stuff. Really? Because I'm just like, yeah. Because I'm always like, what the fuck brand is this? It was even worse when we went to Japan. We're finding <laughs> yeah. these little ass, little fucking like in the cut shops. There was that one shop that we walked. Like I was like, yo, okay. There's no stores around here. This is just houses now. 
And then all of a sudden, boom, there was this little shop. And I remember I was like, that's how I felt about your damn Puerto Rican food two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Give give the listeners. I can't believe that you guys want to sit here and give me shit over the Puerto Rican restaurant. (laughs) When we walked to how many of those little fucking spots in Japan. If it had us walking like 40 blocks in New York sweats in New York. Yeah, but you have to remember that 20 of those blocks were because we walked in the wrong direction just so we could go to another fucking store that I never heard of. (laughs) What store did we walk 20 blocks to go to? I don't remember. Didn't isn't that when we went to like Palace and uh, it was Kith. Oh, no, it was no. fucking Palace. It was Palace. How, thank God that Ken bought a sweater there because if he didn't, I would have been like, bro, <laughs> you guys walked 20 blocks the wrong way from where we already like already said we were going to go. And now, mind you, I need to point this out. That was the only Puerto Rican meal I had the entire fucking trip. So if I didn't make us walk that far, I would have never gotten Puerto Rican food. <laughs> So in that moment, I was like, yo, you guys down to go eat at a Puerto Rican spot? Because I already knew I'm not going to get an opportunity. And there's no fucking way I'm going to New York and not eating Puerto Rican food. Right. So I was like, yo, you guys down. We were at Kith. Hey, are you down to go eat Puerto Rican food? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, we're down. We're down. All right, cool. We're just going to walk like right over here real quick to go to Palace. (laughs) Right over here real quick was 20 blocks. That's not my fault. That's not my fault at all because I didn't even know that till we were there. And I had already had John go to the place to tell them that we were going to be like 12 dudes deep. So please don't sit anybody at these tables. Oh, yeah. Had he not gone and done that, I would have been like, yo, we can eat wherever the fuck you guys want it. <laughs> but since this dude literally walked into like the smallest hole in the wall restaurant and told them, don't sit anybody at these tables. I, there's no way in hell I could not show up. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. But for time and efficiency, we should have just hopped in some Ubers. <laughs> and, and you are right. I didn't want to be the lazy fuck that was saying, hey, let's just Uber there. You saw I was wearing sweats because I was on a red-eye flight. We all Yeah, but you're out. like, you're also the same dude who broke out the fucking North Face in Latin King colors while we're in the wrong neighborhood in Brooklyn. Wearing, you know, like thick as fuck on a day that I'm sweating just getting out of the house. So I just thought that was your thing. You like wearing hot stuff when we're being active. No, I don't like walking with hella sweat in my sweats. (laughs) The food was great, though. Food is good. Yeah, I'm saying no. I have to eat there every time I go, man. That's the closest thing for me. That's the closest thing to home cooked meal that you will get out of a restaurant. Did we eat there before? Uh, I don't think you. I don't think so. I Uh, haven't. I don't think so. Trying to remember, I don't remember eating there at all. The last time I ate there, like I'm sorry, our last trip, I ate there on the day that I went before you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always go before us. That's right. Yeah. So, um, we got very sidetracked here. And I don't remember where we're at. Oh, it's a good sidetrack. I don't remember where we're at. But, um, so I I have some questions for you now that we've talked about all that other stuff. And obviously, everything with the merchandise and the week for stuff is going great as it should. And it's at a great place. I think that, you know, 
through all the things that you went through, it's a great place to be. Um, but with the ease of social media and all the people that you know and all these things going on, that would definitely make things a lot easier. What keeps you from starting another brand? Oh, well, so I, I plan on starting a brand and I plan on launching it in the next couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yes. You heard it here first. And, and I think oh, like, yeah, you heard it here first. So I'm starting a new brand and I, I have a very good strategy on how I want to do this. And is there um, six people involved? You're like two people involved and we're just, you know, we're not going to try to grow it super huge right away. Like, let's just take our time with it and let, let, let's, let's just see where it, what happens, you know? So, so Amongst- here's my, th- here's my thing. Um, and it's something that I talked to our previous guest gardens and seas about a lot. Um, at some point, you have to do things because you want to create. It's that creator inside of you. I know that you're you're also the entrepreneur who's always trying to a new avenue, another way of making money. You know, what where else can I see opportunity here? But at some point you have to just want to be creative. And not that you're not getting some of that creativity out with Ken and doing the Weekfest stuff, but What's wrong with building a brand just for the simple fact of being creative? Yeah, I think I think we're building a brand out of that type of mentality. Um, mentality. I think we're building a brand because we want to create something that you know we like and we want to like channel we want a flag for people to wear, you know? Yeah, you had and, you mentioned that before that that was kind of what got you into into streetwear into wanting to make a brand like imperium is that it kind of was your guys's flag it represented you all wherever you were at exactly like like look at how like our our shirts like you know our week fest shirts is is a representation you know when staff shirts uh at the san jose's uh week fest Mm -hmm. that shit looked fucking awesome I mean, we've been trying to get you to make them for every stop for us, but <laughs> no, it was great. Yeah, like, it was. It, it wasn't just that. I mean, when has a staff shirt ever looked good? Let's be real. Yeah, well, that one's sick as fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, great. there's people remember, were trying to buy. Remember, do you guys remember our uh, for that shirt? The which one? Say it again. The, the, yeah, the staff what? shirt. Do you guys remember the inspiration? Yeah. yeah. It's a special it. place. Gotta me say. like me and Ken's Japan's trips and like you guys were able to come last year or this previous one. Like that's where like you could just get so much inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's a funny thing that like <laughs> I I I haven't really told people, but you know that's, that's what I, I we was, do here. <laughs> I was one of those guys that felt like I never had to leave, you know, the Bay Area. Mm. I didn't want to venture out. I didn't want to travel, you know. And I, I would be the guy like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm making money here. I'm chilling, you know. First time I went to to Japan was with Ken. 
And it was like, oh my God, why didn't I do this so much earlier in my life? Like, this Did is you, ridiculous. Is your inner voice sound sound like a, a Tito June or something? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Because you went there for a second. He did. Uh, it does. I mean, I was just like, ah. I think we but all Yeah, do. like, so, so like. Um, I, I honestly, if I, you know, there's a lot of things that I credit this podcast to. Um, and I, I want to say that that Japan trip even has something to do with this. That's great. And I and I think the reason why is in Japan, um, you're soaking everything in, right? And and I feel like when you're soaking everything in, you're you're not just soaking it in to soak it in. You're going, what can I do with all this, right? And for you guys, yeah, it translates into merchandise. I'm sure it translates into a lot of other things. But oh, it's like it's a it's a whole thing. It's a very like spiritual trip, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and that's a and, great way to put it. And and for me. It's not so much just being in Japan. Obviously, that's a lot to do with it. I think that anytime we travel together, it also feels that way. And I just kind of came out of that. I mean, dude, what was it? Ten days that we were together? Ish. R- roughly ten days. Ten days that we were together. And I came out of that trip going, I need some kind of outlet. I need a way to to create something i need a way to get my thoughts out like we talked about so much stuff on that trip that i was like man i I want every day to feel like this you know what i mean instead of just like before that trip i kind of just felt like oh i'm at home you know you're going through your routine you're doing your thing and you're not really getting things out you're not really taking things in it's just very simple to just go through life not even really thinking of any of those, that stuff. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you can ask John, probably since that trip is when I started calling him all the time. He's probably tired of hear, seeing my, my <laughs> caller ID on his screen. Because I feel like I just call him all the time just for nothing. You know, it's like, yo, let's just, hey, what are you doing? You know, like there's things will come up no matter what. <laughs> and so the like this podcast it's the same thing like things will come up no matter what and it's another reason why i really want you to be on this podcast because i feel like your vibe your way of thinking and your way of being really spreads out amongst us all you know what i mean and my thing was like it didn't just happen overnight there was a struggle through it there was like you said you took some L's to get to where you're at today and to have the mindset that you have today. You didn't even, we didn't even touch like the two clubs that I opened up alongside this too, you know? Oh, well, I do. Yeah, you're right. I, I do want to, in, 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 not in the full story, but I do want to put out there of what you also have right now. Cause the whole club side of, just one is not done. You're still doing club things. Yeah, I, I think like I'm in a good space right now. Um, I do more of like a spot. And what's crazy is that I rocked this part, this space um, prior to 
after like you know hands are switched because like you know if anybody knows like clubs only last like two three years just like they're they're max and then they have life. to get re- remodeled and then rebranded and stuff mm-hmm. like a hybrid it's like a restaurant lounge but we have like djs and like we just had this 90s party it's incredible but yeah, like you know, I'm still doing the club stuff. I still have a night in San Francisco. You're not going to name the spot. Um, but no, but the most exciting thing is that I'll be working with Miles Medina on his own party. So Miles Medina is creating his own party and me and him are doing it together and I'm pretty excited for that because if you haven't seen or heard Miles Medina DJ and wizard so of djing is ridiculous i need to go a little bit deeper into this i can't just let you mention miles medita and yeah it is wizardry or whatever you said but okay me i would say i've always been into djing i by no means am the best dj if you, you know i usually don't even tell people that i ever was a dj i just say i own some turntables um <laughs> but I've followed it throughout the years, right? And I mean, I used to sit next to the guy who was the DMC champion for like five years in a row Who's at that? my job. Who's that? Uh, his name is Etronic. I don't know if he even DJs anymore or what he would go by now, but you know, I, I used to sit next to this guy, and every time he had a lunch break or a break he literally would just like jump on the turntables because you know we had turntables set up uh, at our workplace for demos and this dude would just fucking go crazy right i mean he would do things that i'm like i don't even understand how this is possible something must be recorded and you're just playing it somewhere you know what i mean so i've seen what i'm getting as i've experienced heard seen some serious djs and I kind of felt like we were in an era, and obviously I wasn't following all the battles, but I kind of felt like we were in an era where DJs kind of lost their touch. You have the battle DJs that obviously are going to do crazy stuff, but if you're talking about just the radio or the club DJ, it's kind of just whatever now. Anybody can be that, right? And I remember, I think we were in Hawaii, and uh, we were chilling Super Bowl Sunday, you came over with Miles, and then after you guys left, that's when John was like, "You've heard Miles, right?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't, I don't, I've never heard him before." And he played like his, uh, I don't know what it was for. I want to say that it was actually for a battle, but he, it was like some YouTube video that was for the Goldie, Goldie, the Goldie one, yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it was for. Yeah, so he played that, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I remember I was just. This is ridiculous, and this reminds me of, like, you know, DJing in its prime, you know what I mean? And I just couldn't get over, like, that this dude could do all that. Not that he could do all that, but that someone was still doing all that, you know what I'm saying? And I almost felt like, fuck, why didn't you bring this up earlier so I could have, like, talked to this guy about this stuff? Good thing he didn't, because I probably, I'm sure Miles is like, fuck, I'm tired of talking to people about this shit. <laughs> but nah. but my point is, 
in that moment, I was like, man, like it was almost one of those things where like I was in the presence of greatness and didn't even realize it. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of it. And uh, okay, so all right, I'll keep going, but I I need to tell you a story. So gonna... you know, basically to sum it up, what I'm getting at is that he this dude's fucking great, and everything he does is great, and I love it, and I love that he can do it on a on a club or event level where he can really just rock a party with that talent. It doesn't have to be a battle. It doesn't have to be a mixtape. It doesn't have to be a show. He can take you there while you're partying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like you're getting like this journey. He's storytelling up there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Not just playing man. songs. Okay, so here's the crazy part, though. Okay. And, and I think that like we've we've always naturally had great conversation mm-hmm. on these trips, right? Right. And, and that was the first time that like you know Miles and Dina and like you know came came with us and like saw like the group of friends that are, like you know like. Like we we just come together and it's like we just never never left. The the conversation gets picked up. But I remember when we left, Miles said to me, he's like, "Man, like a live podcast when you guys were all talking." Really? Today? Yes. Interesting. Now we are all here today. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So Miles Medina spoke this into the universe. That's cool, man. And now we're here. That's really cool. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's kind of why we just had to do it. Because how many times is it like, oh, if we had a mic here, this would be something great to listen to. Like every time. No, but man, the one that we missed was the hip hop. (laughs) No, 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 no. We'll do that. Say no, that. we're gonna we're gonna do that again. I need, yes. I need this to get a little bit further because we can't have that go over anybody's head. Uh, um, but all right, well, let that, me just like introduce it. Yeah, there was a hip hop debate in New York at three in the morning that got a little heated. <laughs> it is undocumented, but it was really really good and oh, it needs so to be so it needs it's it needs to be out there for people to hear and you're gonna get all these people that are like no you don't know what you're talking about rock him cares what no but, <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you listening at home please believe we're gonna have a few if not multiple hip hop related podcasts we're getting there we're getting there but i'm oh, trying man. to introduce I'm trying to introduce the people who will be on this hip hop podcast later on so you can understand where they're coming from. Justin just told us his story about how much hip hop influenced his life, whether it be into music, the clubs, uh, clothing. And you understand that when he speaks, he's not speaking as someone who doesn't have experience. So. When we get to that podcast, and we need to make sure that we're mic'd up properly because there's going to be a lot of people probably. And it's going to sound like drink out. champs. It's going to sound like drink <laughs> champs. I, I feel like I, I like have this rule now ever since the last podcast, like three people on the podcast, that's it. So it's basically John, <laughs> myself, 
and our guests. Because after you have more than that, it starts to just be like, wait, who the fuck's talking? What's going on? But that one, we might have to make an exception because it's going to get rowdy. And we need we need some different opinions on it's here. It's gonna be good. We'll we'll do it. We'll do that. We'll, I'll figure that out eventually. Let yeah. me um let me ask you guys a question. I I kind of want to hear uh the answer. I want to hear from both of you guys, especially because this is something that I think both of you can speak on very well. It's kind of controversial, I think, because of how people think, how I would think, um, and like how other people feel, like you know when when that. So. The, the question is, you guys are both starting out with something new, right? You know, David, we just started this podcast. You know, Justin, you have your brand coming. You're also helping out Miles with his, uh, with his party. Now, here's, the, here's the, the question that I want to have both you guys answer is, how are you guys dealing, or if this was to ever happen, how would you deal with the people that are going to tell you that you can't do it? Like, you know what? Your podcast sucks. Or you know what? Your brand sucks. And... Whether they're good friends and whether they're complete strangers. They're people who just speak to you on social media and they really don't know you that well, but they feel like they do. So they feel like they have the right to say something. How, what was, the, what, what would you do? And then second, what would be the advice to anyone who has to go through that? Whoever go ahead, Justin. You, you start with that. Whoever wants to go first. Yeah. You know, I listened to another podcast today and was talking about how they wanted to be better at energy. Say that again. They want to be better at what? They wanted to be better at projecting the energy of basically telling somebody that they can't do that. Mm -hmm. Better at saying like, Hey, you know what? Like that's not going to work. They didn't want to, they want to remove that from their vocabulary. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what uh, if it was a friend, like, I, I would just have to, like, you know, scoot them aside. I think I've been a part of, like, so many businesses and, like, so many, like, I wouldn't even call them schemes, but so many movements. At this point, you can't tell me that I can't do anything. My mindset is, like, yo, we're going to figure this out and we're going to do it and we're going to kill it and we're going to be good at it. And even though, like, I failed at, at certain things, but it's always brought me to a better place. And it's brought me to, you know, create friendships and create movements and create things that are, are way cooler at the end of the day. You have to just kind of have that mindset that you're going to do it. You know, we spend so much time worrying about, like, our appearance and worrying about, like, how we look on social media. But... We just need to take that all that energy and just put it into something and just go. Because like I, I don't think I'll ever work, you know, job for someone else. Like, like this is it. Like this is what I'm doing. Like this is what I'm good at. You know. Absolutely. Like you know, even I, I I'm I'm in a space right now. Where, like, if you told me I can't do it, like, I'd just be like, I don't even know who you are. Like, that, <laughs> I, I would just be, like, totally missed by that. Yeah. It would just go over my head. I would just be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I don't even. I yeah, don't even th- know thanks, man. Hey, cool story, bro. <laughs> what, what do yeah. you do again? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So you have no experience in this, but you just want to add your two fucking cents? Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, that's, you know, we get that from the internet, social media especially. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, like, I, I feel like I'm at a good mental space right now. And, like, I think, like, with all these things that are accessible to us, like, I rarely listen to music in the car. I, I find it, like, better for me to just listen to a podcast, listen to a book. I'm listening to this book that's amazing. Cheers. Hmm. Dave Ospreay. My man, the last put me onto this book, and... There's a lot of life-changing stuff that's going on in that book where it's like, yo, I got to do this podcast. I got to give content. I got to give all this back to people because we. I need to share this type of like stuff. I need to be excited so other people are excited around me so that we could just be excited about something huge. And I think that within our circle, like we're, we're doing that right now. We that's had an incredible right. year. Absolutely. And it's only going to get bigger. But we just have to, like, you know, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. A boy always tells me that. Iron sharpens iron. If if you're sending me something about Bitcoin or if you're sending me an article about the latest podcast or, or whatever, the Apple products that are coming out, like, all that all that type of stuff needs to be shared. The, 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 the old mentality of people just keeping stuff to themselves of doing things yep damn man that sums sums a lot of it up right there i i you know i think for me um if i'm being 100 honest to answer your question john um I, i'm 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 gonna kill it at this i came here to kill it i didn't come here to do a bad job and I wouldn't have done it if I didn't think I could do a good job. The success, if you will, is already happening. This conversation that we just had is the success. For me, the whole point of the podcast is to create the opportunity to have these conversations. With the people that I already know that we're going to be having on the podcast, just to be able to sit down and have a conversation with them is already winning. I'm already doing it right. So anyone's opinion who thinks that I'm not doing a good job, we're not doing a good job, this isn't coming out how it should, they're missing it. The after on that is the people who actually do listen, I think they'll take something from it. Like anything else, you have to listen to the whole thing. There's a buildup to this, and the payout comes usually in the second half. But you really have to listen to what's going on and like Justin just said, the day of holding everything in and keeping secrets is gone. We're trying to share everything here. And with the year or two that we just had, I feel like there's so much to share. There's so much to learn and there's so much to grow. And every day I'm trying to work on growing myself. So saying that I'm not going to do a good job at this is irrelevant because I'm constantly growing from it. Right. 100%. Let me let me share with you guys why I kind of felt that needed to be said for from both of you. The um one of the biggest things, one of the, my biggest pet peeves is when somebody will say, "Hey, 
I'm going to start a YouTube channel. How many of you are going to, how many of you are going to watch it? And that's what they post on all their social media streams. So basically what they're doing is they're only going to do something if other people validate that move or that movement or that project. Like no one anymore. I don't see anyone anymore just saying, you know what, let's start something. Let's do this and let's just do it regardless of what, you know, anyone's going to say, think or do. And all, all I ever used to see, I think it's, it's really big in the car game too, where people will just post, hey, I want to put these wheels on. How many of you think I should? You know, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no like thought process to like, I'm going to put wheels on. I have wheels on my car now that a lot of you guys don't like. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, I, I'm going to do it regardless of what any anyone else says, thinks or does. So, and I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that mindset that I get from you guys. Um, it, like it, it all rubs off, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I know like a lot of times I'll talk to David about things and I'll do, Hey, you know, I made this and then he'll just be like, what are you gonna do with it? Nothing. I'm going to keep it to myself. And that goes back to what I was telling you. Sometimes you just have the urge to create. Right. And a lot of times I don't want to, sh- I'm not, looking to share a lot of the stuff that I do, you know, a lot of it's for me. Um, but it's that idea of like doing it only solely for other people's validation. I think that, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people that do it that way. Yeah. And I think that there's also with us or in this situation, there is a, a part that can get misconstrued. Am I upset? Like, not upset, but do I worry that, you know, for example, our last episode was part one and part two. Right. I I do worry that people that listen to part one won't come back and listen to part two. And the reason why I worry about it is because part two has so much more information for you. Part right. two has so much more to listen to. And if you're not taking that from it, you're missing what we're sharing here. You know what I'm saying? So it's more it's more of a disappointment, like, man, sorry you're gonna miss out on you know what I mean? Right. So it's I mean you started the business though. First one out is like already getting over the hump. Then you start to find your footing, you know? Yeah. So it's like the first one is always gonna be kinda like a little tougher. And now, you know keep going it's just gonna get better and better it's a snowball effect everything is a snowball effect Uh, yeah absolutely absolutely as long as you get the the snowball rolling down the the hill it's gonna just create more momentum and more momentum and you know one person can say hey i went on this podcast with david and john it's fire hey i think you guys should uh you know talk to so-and-so and i think you'd be good for this too and like you know, it's, it's just going to start like that and it's just going to get bigger it, and bigger. Man, and it's not only that, it's the people that have actually listened, that have reached out, the conversations I've had with those people. I'm just like, you get it, you know? Like, thank you for really getting why we took the time to do this because just by what you've said, I already understand what I wanted to happen happened and now you're going to go do something with that. You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, it's uh, 
That's a good question, John, and I get why you asked it. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it's always something that you really got to look at. You know, you need to reevaluate that. I feel like every once in a while, and look back and go, like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, right? Um, but sometimes but, you just got to do, especially on a creative medium, you just got to not worry about what other people think. You just got to put it out there. But nah, that's man. the whole problem right now is that everybody's mm. looking for that validation. Everybody's right. looking for the like the cosign. But you just yeah. gotta get out there and do it. You you can't wait for nobody. I, I even said something about it on Frank's podcast and I was talking about how I've always been my biggest critic. You know what I'm saying? And anything that I've done, right. I've always just been like, Oh, you're not good enough. You're you're out there doing this, but you could be better. You know right. what I mean? And I told myself that with this, I'm not going to have that mentality. I'm going to come be as good as I can. And I'm going to go, you know what? This is exactly how I wanted it to be. And it's going that way. And I'm not worried about, for one, I'm not worried about the validation from everybody else. But for two, I'm not going to sit here and try to knock it down my own self. You know what I mean? And, you know, if yeah. there's if there's something like, if if there's something that we do, and then something like, let's say if you do something, David, and I don't really like it in a way, I'm not going to give you a, another problem. I'm going to help you try to find a solution. Yeah, that's, yeah absolutely. That's what, yeah. that's what you got to do. I think what people have that's gotten into now is like, I'm just going to tell them it sucks. Instead exactly. of saying, wow. you know what? Let's nah, that's And that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to Man, do on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's like... Everybody that's kind of with this is in that same boat where we're trying to improve stuff. We're not just trying to criticize it. Right, 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 right. Like we're trying to yeah. find solutions. We're going to work through this together to make it work. Uh, I mean, in New York, we had a problem and we worked through the solution. We worked through it and found a solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, and we always do. And, and I mean, it's even like John said that I was kind of like, fuck, man, like. I don't want to go through anything right now. And it's like, well, he was like, that's what we do. You know what I mean? We, we get in the situation and then we get through it. It doesn't matter where we're at, what we're doing. That's how it works. And when he said that, I was like, you're right. This is what we do. So fuck it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Turned out fine. Yeah. And, um, and you're right. And I think that that's, you know, one of the things that I love most about our, our group is that, even if we find a problem, right? If we're like, this is a problem or you're not doing this right or you're failing at this, whatever. We're not going to approach it that way. But if you find the problem, we're going to go, okay, how can we as a group improve this situation? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that it's changed my mindset a lot. It's changed my thought process a lot. And it's given me a support system that I've needed, you know? I can always call you guys and be like, yo, here's the thing. You know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm having this situation, you know? And and I think the other side of that on the other, on the flip side of the coin is that you're going to get people who aren't going to have your best interests in their mind. And so they're not going to give you a solution. They're not going to try to figure out how to work it. So then you as the person receiving the feedback should understand like this is what's happening right now is that this person that's providing this feedback to me isn't really giving it to me in a fearless feedback type of way what they're just doing is talking shit they have to understand 
let me now take a step back and let me find the solution. If this person isn't going to give me the solution, then I'm going to work even harder or I'm going to not let it fluster me and then create a solution. Like that's the other flip side because you're not going to get, you know, clouds and rainbows all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we're also all, you know, another thing that's very important is that we're all people who can take criticizing yes that's what i was about to just say because a lot of people are hella soft the way that you take criticism is like the way that you're only going to improve but if you can't take that like look you know we wanted to get the mics right and like we didn't want to put out a you didn't want to put out a bad product and you know i was like yeah i don't want to put it out either so figure it out and you we just took the criticism and, and ran with it you know yep absolutely and i think that yeah. was a, another key reason why you know like having you on this early was important too because it was like look we're still on a stepping stone and i need you to help me make this step you know what i mean sure i agree but yeah, that, I mean, it's important. Like I said, I think we, I don't want to sound like the old old guys that are spitting, you know, old man game, but we kind of have to understand that the the social media has changed people's access to each other. And so people who don't even talk to you, don't even know your number, nothing, are going to criticize every single step that they that you take. They're going to think that they know you better than you know you, you know? Yeah. They're going to make they assumptions and they're going to make the wrong decisions and the wrong perspective on what that person is. You can't, you can't let that bother you. It's going to happen and you just got to keep moving. Yeah. Especially if you, my thing that I try to tell people is this, if you're genuinely doing something for yourself, right? I mean, and this goes even back to the car days. Like if you're building your car for yourself, it'll never be bad. You know, you see these these cars that look like trash. You're like, look, what is all this stuff on this car? It's like you see the the guys that are trying to dress a certain way, but then they're just wearing all kinds of nonsense. It's more of a cry for attention than it is appreciation. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the shitty rappers. You have these shitty rappers, and you're like, what the fuck are these guys rapping about? Well, all they care about is that they got the attention. But in reality, those of us who really care about what we're doing, you want to be the the next Nas. You want to be the next, you know, you want to be the new guy like the J. Cole or the Kendrick Lamar where they're the new guys, but yet they get put on that same list, right? And it's because those dudes are doing it for themselves. So at the end of the day, if you're just doing it for yourself, it's going to shine through. Totally agree. <laughs> so with that, anything you want to add to that, David? No, uh, I'm good. I just, Justin, you trying to put the new brand out there yet or, or not, not quite? Yeah. Follow series world tour on Instagram series world tour. And then, uh, that that's the, uh, new clothing brand. It's a new clothing brand. 
And then what I is got the... some other I got some other stuff popping off right now, but I want to wait to talk about those things. Do you want to talk about Egg. um what Miles's thing is he gonna have a name for what he's doing or is it just gonna be Miles Medina's party? <laughs> no, there's we're gonna announce that later too. <laughs> so look out, pay attention on uh where where can people find you at? I'm on Instagram at just one O N E R. Follow me. Not just uh, donor. Not I'm just, just donor. donor. So take a look there, yeah. or they can follow Miles Medina. Yeah, follow Miles Medina. Follow Series World Tour. Follow Weekfest. <laughs> follow Weekfest Car Club. And, you know, we're going to keep it moving. I, I feel like 2020 is going to be a monster year. It's going to be a monster year. If it's any bigger than 2019, it definitely. I'm looking forward to just speaking more stuff into the universe and just creating you know, cool shit. I'm going to do more cool shit this year. You know, it's going to be fun. What about you, John? You got anything more to add? Nah, you know, it's, uh, I appreciate the time I spend with you guys and, you know, the different, um, holes that we, we seem to like draw ourselves into and then have to get ourselves out of. So it's, it's, um, it's great. It's great support. It's always good to have a good support system, especially a support system that's honest with you and not side talking you. So that's it. You know what, though? I do have one thing I do want to talk or just mention also, because I do. I haven't really talked to too many people about it, but this is like kind of like some long term goals that I'm setting right here is that I'm getting my real estate license. Yay. There we go. I'm trying to disrupt the market a little bit in real estate. And I think that like the market is very is well i maybe it's hmm i don't know i i think it's very non-traditional of what i've done in the past so it's going to be a new challenge it's going to be cool it's going to be fun i think it's going to be challenging it's going to be hard but uh, but i'm kind of up for it but i feel like this is like a step into something really cool inside it because I, all i look at on instagram are like like crazy houses <laughs> i'm excited david. for that uh the reason because of david. <laughs> i'm excited about that you know why because um i have a buddy his name's elias uh he runs the page socal architecture and i was talking to him about i don't know six seven months ago or something like that and i was saying i was saying to him i was like hey you're like basically i was trying to tell him like you're a cool guy you know a lot of different people you aren't just the average real estate guy have you ever thought about doing certain things that are non-traditional and he was like well what did you have in mind and i couldn't really explain it but i think that you will bring what i was trying to explain to real estate there's got to be a way to attack real estate in a way that it's never been done before exactly and have it be like look so different that everyone's just going to be like 
wait, hold on a second. What's going on with this real estate guy? You know what I mean? And so more power to you. I know that if anyone can do it in that sense, you will. So I am excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, like I'm going back to school for this. Like I, I really like I'm excited about it. I, I have a lot of good like, you know, people that are going to help me out. But um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to disrupting the market and, and basically putting my spin on what I think it is, you know. And, and the thing is, it's like we're all getting to that age or we're at that age where, you know, people are starting to buy houses. But, like, who are they talking to for a house? Yeah, absolutely. Why, why don't you talk to my, you know, you're, you're talking to basically who your parents are used as a realtor, like, 30 years ago. But I'm basically saying, like, yo, like, you know, come talk to me about this. Yeah, sometimes you have to have the guy that's seeing through the same lens that you are, right? Exactly. And it's just one of those things where um, I, I don't know my place in it, and I don't know where I'll land in it, but I just know that there is a space, and I'm, you know, exploring, like, all my options. You know, I just, I, I feel like I, I could bring something to the table on that. Absolutely. It's yeah, I mean, watch. another thing too, like you know, like Kevion, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I always send like if if people are saying, "Oh, I'm trying to like podcast." Listen to Kevion. First one that I always want to send people is the Kevion one, you know, and that dude is a monster in real estate. Yeah. Kevion on Drama's podcast was the very first podcast I ever listened to. And that was you that told me to listen to that podcast. Maybe it's me listening to podcasts and listening to these real estate guys. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like there's a space for me. And it's weird because it's like late in life where I, I probably could have got this license like, you know, 20 years ago, but. I think it's just maybe it's just the right time now. You know, everybody has a journey and like this is part of my journney. So uh, I'm pretty excited. You, you of all people know that everything has its time and place and purpose. And uh, for you, the way that you handle your income and your life, there's not really a late too late of anything ever. So I think it's a perfect time to do it. Sure. So, yeah, I needed to speak that. Into the universe, I'm going to be the biggest developer or the biggest real estate dude. You know, for so once that starts happening, we're going to have a we'll have another podcast about that. And where yeah, Justin's so, at with his. So let's let's set some goals like, you know, at, while we're on here so that like, you know, we're going to speak it into the universe, you know, like what's your goal with this podcast? Besides, like, you know, getting these conversations out, like, you know, is there, like, somebody that you'd want to talk to more than anybody else? Like, if you could have anybody on this podcast, who would it be? Like, like let, let's set that type of goal. Man, that's, that's, that's kind of like shooting far, but I can say that there's already two people that I've really was like, uh, that might be a reach that are more than likely going to be on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. 
Um, man, I'd like to get to the point where I have Kevion on the podcast. There it is. There it is. And I you hope know, that happens. I mean, for it me, will. it's like, why not have the guy, the very first, you know, the person who was the guest on the very first podcast I ever listened to, why not have him on the podcast? You know what I'm saying? Was it, yep. That, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's sure. existence. So we'll, we'll say that's the first goal. All right, but, Kevin, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> and I'm going to send this to you. Yep. Every now and then I send stuff to Kevion and he'll like kind of reply. And I'm sure he's super busy, but like, you know, I don't like fanboy it out, but I just like shoot him like, you know, a couple little just like one liners. Yeah. I said. Uh, the next time I'm at uh, period correct and he rolls through, I'll probably mention it. He goes to that. Yeah, man, he he goes through for sure. There's a lot of good dudes that go to period correct. I think that's what I like that 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 meet so much, you know, because it's it's not just your average car guy, you know, and not everybody's just having car talk. Unfortunately, it's the first weekend of the month, and a lot of times we're out somewhere on the first weekend of the month. So I've missed us like the last six, you know what I mean? But this maybe this uh. Yeah, I was going to say, this coming weekend, I'll double check. Oh, I would love to have Period Correct and Weekfest do some uh, shirts together. Oh, that's another person that I want on the podcast. Jay? Yeah. Hmm. I'm really trying to shoot for that one. I think, um, I, I I don't know. I, I could be looking at this completely wrong, but I feel like if he were to see that there's a good amount of people listening, I really think I could get him on here. That'd be a good one. I don't know him that, that well, so that'd be a good one. I don't learn. I don't know him either, but I mean, I've always said everyone has a story to tell. Um, you know, and obviously he's going to be someone who has a very open perspective and has a lot of things to talk about, so that would be another great guest. Yeah. I want So if you're like the drama of our friends <laughs> of the podcast world, then I want to be the Kevion and start my own podcast too. Should. There you go. There I'll it is. Happily teach you how right. to do it. So we're gonna we're gonna do that, and and then we can I, be I on bought. your podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I want to do. Look at that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll just help you technically get it done. There's enough podcasts for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. I love it, and I you know what? it took me doing this to realize that. Every podcast is different. Even if you have the same guests, it's going to be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. The more, like you, like you said, Justin, the more the merrier, and it's great. It's great. Different people bring out different insights. Yeah. Always. <laughs> this is always great. It's like therapy. It is. It really is like therapy, man. Yay! That's a good one. This is going to be a good one. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and then we're gonna do um, we're gonna do the most hits and listens on this one too. <laughs> All right, sounds good. This one might take me a while to get it completed. It's a good one. That's when you know it's gonna be a good one, though, is when it takes me a minute to get it all together. Yep. Do you, I have a yeah. I have a good Kevion story. Do you it. want to tell your Kevion story? Go ahead. Do it. I have to. So. Um, when we were doing Imperium, 
he was doing this thing called Kid Billionaires. Okay. And it was basically like a hotline. It was like a conference call that you call into and he would tell you coaching shit. And he'd tell you like, you know, like um like like having a, a better mindset and like, you know, removing like words like can't and like he would talk about the seven habits of highly effective people. Wait, he was spitting that back then? Yeah, he was spitting it since he was like, he was listening to that shit as like a teenager. No, I didn't mean that he have the knowledge. I'm saying he was just giving that out to other people. Yeah. I, 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 so I like went to Kevion and I was like, yo, man, let me, let me holler at you for a minute. Right. And I was just telling him like, look, dude, I just want to say thank you because the stuff you were talking about on drama's podcast, like people could charge for that. And you were just putting it out there for everyone that would listen. You know what I'm saying? And then he was just like, nah, man. He's like, I'm not trying to charge for any of this. This is something I need to share. Like, if someone didn't share with me, then I would never know this. So I need to share it with more people. And then that's kind of what got me stuck on the whole podcast thing. But I didn't know that he was just out here back then, like, having this whole yeah. situation to get it out yeah. there. That's great or three of them and then it just went away but like i listened to like two of them and i like it was kind of like you know me trying to really find my footing you know and like we did some great things with imperium man that's great Other than that, but like i was always like you know trying to find that that type of like i guess information yeah that's my caveat story there it is. Well, John, I don't know if you're going to be able to chop this one up fast enough, but <laughs> it might have to come out a little late. Uh, Maybe a few hours late than normal, I think. <laughs> Probably sometime in the afternoon, or maybe or maybe we'll just hold out till Thursday morning. We'll see. Yeah. It's a good one, yeah. but that's, that's when you know uh, when it's going to be a good one, as many as I've ever had to like edit for people. This was great. This thank you, Justin, great. for coming thank on. Thank you. Thank you not only for coming on, but for fighting through all the, you know, the, the roadblocks and and being here to tell your story. I really think that your drive, dedication, and mindset can 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 help other people see how they should look at things. It's extremely contagious. It's a good contagious. So. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, David, once again, for another right. amazing one. Thank you for everything you do, John. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>